0: Ang biyaya ng Dios ay sumaating lahat. Welcome po sa Sunday Worship Celebration ng Christ Church Ortigas. Inagagalak ko po kayong makasama at marahil marami nagtatanong tatanong, nasaan ka ba Pastor? Andi dito po ako sa isang retreat center dito po sa Washington, sa Bellingham, Washington. Ito po yung Cedar Springs. Napakaganda po na place na ito and we've been here for the past uh, four days at uh, sa araw na ito I um minabuti ko pong mag-record uh, uh, at mga um, mag, uh, salita dito sa um, napakagandang malamig na place na ito. It's 6 degrees right now. And um, alam ko na na ito ay pagpapala ng Panginoon sa bawat isa sa atin. Ngayon po ay uh, ating ipagpapatuloy ang ating pinag-uusapan doon sa Book of Philippians where we have the theme for the month which is Peace Matters. Uh, tatakbo po itong ating theme hanggang next month po. At uh, bear with me on this kasi napakaganda pong topic ang mga binibigay sa atin ng ating theme. At uh, uh, sa araw na ito, Ay, um, ay magpapatuloy po natin yung sa chapter 2 ng Philippians. Last week po, inumpisahan po natin yung chapter 2 at uh, napunta po tayo sa verse 1. Ito po yung verse 2 to 4 hanggang uh, kumatapos natin yung iba pang mga verses. Pero uh, marahil, marami na tayong dapat iprocess padating sa uh, pag uh, Pagwining ng salita ng Panginoon dito sa Book of Philippians uh, para po tayo ay makapagsimula samahan niyo po ako sa panalangin dakilang Diyos na makapangyarihan sa lahat kami po Panginoon ay patuloy na uh, nagpupuri sa inyong pangalan, salamat po sa pagkakataong ito nito thank you for this place it's such a wonderful place dear God Lord bless us dear God as we know more about your will dear God today in Jesus name we pray Amen and Amen. So if you have your Bibles with you, I would like you to open it in um, Philippians chapter 2. And we will be starting in verse 4. At doon sa verse 4, ang sabi niya po doon ay uh, Fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in loneliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Nung po tayo mag-focus. At ang sabi niya, fulfill my joy. This is Paul talking. He is speaking in a personal request. Alam nyo, kapag ka may ginagawang mabuti, ang isang tao, ito ba ay nagbibigay ng kasiyahan sa'yo o nagbibigay ng galit sa'yo? Kung nagbibigay ito ng kasiyahan sa'yo, ito po ay ibig sabihin na nangangulungan na ito ay uh, kasama ka. You are united in, in uh, faith with the Lord Jesus Christ. So sabi doon, fulfill my joy. Fulfill my joy. This speaks of a personal request. Part of the reason Paul wanted the Philippians to take heed to his word was because they should know that it would make the founding apostle of their church happy. baging masaya at napakaganda na, na i-describe ang isang church na masaya at i-describe ang mga mga tao na masaya, lalong-lalo lalo na kapag ka ang, mas, ang ang nasisiyahan ay yung mga matatanda sa iglesia. Siguro hindi kayo masyadong malapit sa sa inyong uh, mga elders sa church. Subalit, so, ganun pa man, ay uh, binibigyan natin ng tinatawag na joy ng bawat isa. Alam niyo ba yun, na, na ang isa sa ating uh, ginagawa bilang magkakapatid kay Kristo, ay uh, nagka-create tayo ng atmosphere for relationship. At yung relationship na yon ay magkaroon tayo ng tinatawag na na joy sa bawat isa. Di ba? So, ano, ano yung sinasabi ni Paul dito? By being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, this together all speaks the same idea. A deep Abiding internal unity among the Philippians. Alam mo, napakasarap isipin na nagkakaisa ang mga tao sa Iglesia. At ang pagkakaisa na yun ay uh, nais ng Panginoong Jesus sa bawat isa. Ang sabi niya sa kanyang mga apostol, Love one another and prove to be my disciples. Dahil ang pagkawatak-watak ng Iglesia ay nangangahulugan na atake ng kaaway. At marami ngayon sa ating mga iglesia ang nagkakawatak-watak dahil sa atak ng enemy. Nakangalugan lang ito na nagtatagumpay ang kaaway laban sa iglesia. Subalit ang pangako ng Panginoong Jesus, sabi niya, not even the gates of Hades shall prevail ba Hindi mag, magtatagumpay ang kaaway, ang kalaban dahil ang iglesia ay united. We are united. This unity is the goal. The goal. Yun ang goal natin. Magkaroon tayo ng unity. Magkaroon tayo ng pagkakaisa. Magkakaisa. In, in, in 3 and 4, seven let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. The unity is the goal. This is the description of how to achieve the practice. The unity mentioned in Philippians chapter two, verse two. Papa, ano yung describe? Let nothing be done through selfish ambition. Hindi tayo selfish. Hindi tayo uh, um, di napatindi isip ang sarili natin. Yun ang katotohanan. Dahil sa sa oras na inisip lang natin ng ating sarili at pinabayaan natin ang ang kapakanan ng 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 iba. Doon tayo nagkakaroon ng maraming mga pagtatalo. Doon tayo nagkakaroon ng maraming mga mga diskusyon na kung saan nauuwi sa hiwalayan. Sabi, let nothing be done through selfish ambition. So lahat ng ginagawa natin sa loob ng iglesia ay dahil ito sa kagustuhan ng ating Dios. So this is the first step to this kind of unity in the flesh. We are often motivated by selfish ambition or conceit, but of what we do is not done out of love for others, but out of our own desire for advancement and promotion. That is self-ambition. Paul found it important to say selfish ambition. Not all ambition is selfish ambition, and there is a good ambition to glorify God and serve Him with everything we have hindi hindi um kasama ang mag-ambisyon ang mag-ambisyon para sa nakakarami kung lalo-lalo na kung meron kang tinatawag na calling sa church lalo lalo na kung ikaw ay tinawag ng Panginoon that's a good amb- ambition for everyone so balit a selfish ambition was mentioned because there are a lot of ways that we can be selfish in our decisions as church members so, wong nating hayaan, and let's try to to um, um, look and assess ourselves regarding the things that we want, especially inside the church, especially what we want in a relationship. Wong nating hayaan na maging selfish tayo. Wong nating hayaan na na um, um gamitin ng kaaway ito upang sa ganon masira ang relasyon natin sa isa isa. Ang sabi niya, let nothing be done through conceit. Ito yung pangalawa, pangalawang step na magkakaon tayo ng tinatawag na pagkakaisa, unity. And you need to understand that unity creates peace. Diba? Conceit is thinking too highly of oneself or having an excessive self-interest and self-preoccupation. It would be more literal, um, translated into empty glory in the dictionary. Conceit is an excessive favorable opinion to one's own ability, importance, wit, and so forth. When we live with the feeling that we are so important or so able or so talented, we are out of God's will. We are working against the unity Paul pleaded with the Philippians and all Christians to have. Tandaan natin, kahit ano pa ang nakamit natin, kahit ano pa ang mga nangyari sa buhay natin, ang importante ang pagtingin natin sa kapwa natin ay parang katulad natin. That's why Jesus said, love one another as you love what? As you love yourself. That means love others as your equal. So it's very dangerous for us to be selfish, and to—it's very dangerous for us to have a selfish ambition and conceit. Wao, mo tingnan na ang opinion mo ay 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 dapa sa opinion ng iba. Ang tawag natin yan ay ego, wao, di ba? <laughs> so, in loneliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Ang pangatlong ways nababasaon tayo ng na, na unity it is described that is described in this uh, verse is completely contradictory to the attitude of the world because lowliness of mind is about least attractive thing to the thinking of this world alam mo meron akong binabasa ngayon ang uh, binabasa ko ngayon yung uh, revolutionary disciple and it talks about humility it talks about humbleness as a disciple. Dahil kapag ka naisip mo na of course tayo lahat ay tinawag at tinawag tayong bilang anak ng Diyos, tinawag tayo ng ganito at ganyan, maraming mga bagay na, na sinasakalang-alang natin at na para tayong nasa pedestal kuminsan, di ba? So it talks about humbleness wherein it says pride kills discipleship. The ancient Greek considers loneliness of mind to be a fault, not a virtue. The pagan and the secular idea of manhood is self-assertiveness, imposing one's will on others. When anyone is took to others, he did so only under compulsion. Hence, his action was ignominious or disgraceful. Disgraceful ang ibig sabihin nun. The Christian ethical idea of humility could not be reached by the secular mind. It lack of spiritual soil. It lack of spiritual soil. Kinikilangan magkaroon tayo ng humility just as Jesus Christ did. The loneliness. Huh? The loneliness of mind. Kababaan ng loob sa mabaan ng loob. And we cannot win this world by means of being, thinking highly of ourselves. Yes, I am Christian. Eto ako kami lang ang Christian. At kami ang, ang tama. Kami ang masusunod. Kami ang ganito. Ito, hindi natin pwedeng gawin niya. Sabi ni West, in pagan writers generally, the word had a bad meaning, abject, groveling. But when it comes into the New Testament, it means in ennobled, ibig sabihin ito ay napakagandang meaning. Sabi ni Spurgeon, the apostle knew that, to create concord, you need first to beget lowliness of mind. Men do not quarrel when their ambition have come to an end. Yun ang katotohanan. Hindi tayo mag-aaway kapag kahindi mo uh, binibigyan ng importansya ang iyong sariling ambisyon. Yan ang katotohanan dito. So, maraming mga tao ang iniisip nila ay ang pagiging disciple ay eto uh, um, ay tinatawag na lisensya nila upang uh, to lord others. What I mean is that um, uh, sumunod kasunodin ang iba. At nakakalungkot. Marami talagang actually, ganito ang pag-iisip. They think that, that um, uh, they knew everything and yung tinatawag nilang disciple ay kinakilangang sumunod. Sumunod ng matindi sa kanila. Ang pagsunod ay walang, walang masama. Subalit kung pagsunod na walang pang-ibig, doon ang nakakasama. And he continued, esteem others better than himself. You need to understand that unity needs humility. It needs humility. Unity needs um, um, selflessness. So when he said, esteem others better than himself, this rebukes much of the culture's concept of self esteem. Kultura rin naman natin mga Pilipino yun eh. Di ba? Maging mataas. Kinikilangan um, ma, 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 makita tayo na na um, mataas at uh, igagalang tayo ng mga tao. Uh, gano kalaki ang iyong, uh, iyong bank account? <laughs> at yung bank account ang value natin. Uh, work until you don't have to to uh, introduce yourself. Magandang mga, mga turo ng, ng mundo. So, balit, marami sa mga bagay na ito ang nagtuturo ng selfishness. So, the Bible knows nothing of the idea that we should and must carry with us an attitude of confident superiority in every situation and knows nothing of the idea that this is the foundation of a healthy human personality. You know, while we recognize the intrinsic value of every human life, we cannot deny that the low self-esteem of some is justified and based in reality. When we are in rebellion against God, it is fitting for us to have a low self-esteem. And the low self-esteem will make us better disciples because it talks about unity in the Spirit. It talks about um, um, removing oneself. It talks about dying to self. Galatians 2.24, I am crucified with Christ and I am no longer live but Christ lives in me. And the life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave Himself for me. So, as we esteem others better, eh, tandaan natin that while while we we will naturally have a concern for their needs and concern, this sort of outward-looking mentality naturally leads to a unity among the people of God. And while we disciple others, we tend to look to the things that we want to say to others. Alam mo yon. Yung meron tayong handa palagi Yung mga meron tayong comment palage. Meron tayong uh, uh, fixing palage. Meron tayong mga bagay na na. Eto dapat ang kailangan niya. ito yung kailangan yung balindi. So, Valit, uh, for some time, and I learned this hard nung ako ay nag asawa na kung madalas ay uh, kailangan lang ng mga tao ng uh, someone that will listen so if i consider you above me and you consider me above you then a marvelous thing happens we have a community where everyone is looked up to and no one is looked down on na kakalungkot dahil ang turo ng mundo ay maging mataas yeah. subalit ang turo ng ating panatang makabayan <laughs> ay maging kapaki pakinabang at maging kapaki pakinabang tayo sa bawat isa looking at others needs care for one another bearing one another's burden and that will cost us peace beyond understanding yun natotoo noon hindi nating kinikilangan magpayabangan hindi nating kinikilangan uh, 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 maging maging uh, uh, someone na talagang palaban pagdating sa kanyang uh, ideas and everything so balit kapag ka dumating sa point na kinakailangan nating magpakumbaba magpakumbaba tayo and then uh, paul said let each of you look out let each of you look out. Lahat tayo, tumingin. Look out, not only for our own self interests, but also for the interests of others. Here's the thought is completed, as we put away our selfish ambition, our conceit and our tendency is to be high-minded and self-absorbed, we will naturally have a greater concern for the interests and needs of others. Hmm. How about you? Tinitingnan mo ba? yung kasama mo ngayon? Yung asawa mo, kaibigan mo, kapatid mo? Tinitingnan mo ba ang pangangailangan nila? Alam mo ba yung hurts and pains nila? Gaano mo kakilala ang kasama mo ngayon? Ano ang ginagawa mo? Naitanong mo na ba? Marahil sa pagkakataong ito, I want, be, I want to be personal on this level. Bakit hindi mo tanungin yang kasama mo? Huwag kang kuminto sa kumusta ka. Tanungin mo, ano ang nararamdaman mo ngayon? in a way na sa aking pananalita, sa aking gawin? Ano yung, yung nais mong mangyari sa buhay? Paul doesn't tell us that it is wrong to look out for our own interests, but that we should not only look out for our own interests, but we need to look out for others' interests. That is what we call, humility. And Jesus is the ultimate example of humility. Humility, Yun ang katotohanan. So, when we say Jesus Christ, pinakita niya yung tinatawang na humbleness. Many regard Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 to 11, 5 to 11, as a hymn of the early church that Paul incorporated into the letter and some commentators go as far as to suggest a stanza and verse arrangement for the hymn. Well, uh, this is possible, but not a necessary conclusion. Paul was capable of such inspired poetic writing himself. So, makikita natin dito sa sinasabi niya, Let this beam in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Lahat ng binanggit niya ay na Kristo Jesus. Paul will, in wonderful detail, describe for us the mind of Jesus in the following verses. But here, before he describes the mind of Jesus, he tells us that we must do with the information. Let this be mind. Let us let this mind be in you. Sabi nga, kailangan malaman mo ito. Let this mind be in you. It is all too easy for us to read the following description of Jesus and admire it from a distance. Ang galing-galing ni Jesus. God wants us to be awed by it, but also to see it as something that we must enter into and imitate. Imitate. Gawin natin kung ano ang ginagawa ni Kristo. Do not innovate. Toto <laughs> na naman tayo, di ba? Marahil marami sa ating matatalino. Ano wala nang masama magin matalino? So balit ko ang talino natin, ay ginagawa natin taliwas doon sa kagustuhan ng panginoon. Then we are innovating. We are innovating. Sabi niya, let this be, let this mind be in you eto is pag isip na to ay nasa sa iyo means that it is something that we have choice about ito ang gusto ko ito ang gagawin ko remember also that this mind is something granted to us by god ano yung ibig ko sabihin well uh, in 1 corinthians chapter 2 verse 16 sabi niya for who has known the mind of the lord that we may instruct him but we have the mind of Christ it says we have the mind of Christ but let this mind shows us that it is also something that we choose to walk in pinili natin. hindi pinili pinili natin you have to let it be so jesus was in the form of god saying let this be mine let this mind be in you being in the form of God. It describes the pre-incarnate existence of Jesus Christ. We must remind ourselves that Jesus did not begin His existence in the manger at Bethlehem, but is eternal God. Sha I Dios, Being. This is the form that describes that which a man is in His very essence and which cannot be changed. Hindi mamabago na si Jesus ay Dios Sa pamamagitan ng sasabihin mo na si Jesus ay tao lang. So this is the form of God. Not only what my by, by being but in the form always signifies a form which truly and fully expresses the being which underlies it. The word means the being on an equally equality with God. Kina kilangan bakita natin 'yon? Yung understanding na yon, ma-, ma mailagay sa isip natin na ang unity ay makakamit sa mga bagay na ito dahil ito ay ginawa ng Panginoong Jesus na siyang Diyos. Dahil siyang Diyos, kahit na pa siya ay Diyos, kahit kahit Diyos pa siya, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. <laughs> wow! Ang, ang, ang tindi naman ng word na yon robbery. So, the ancient greek in this phrase has the idea of something being grasped or clung to. Jesus did not cling to the prerogatives or privilege of deity. Hindi niya inisip na siya ay Diyos. Dapat ako'y sambahin niyo. Dapat ganito, dapat ganito. So, balit nagpakumbaba ang Panginoong Jesus upang ipakita sa atin kung paano nga talaga mabuhay dito sa mundo. Na mayroong tinatawag na pangpapakumbaba ng puso. That's the truth. That's the truth. Jesus made Himself no reputation. Ang sabi doon sa verse 7, but made Himself no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant. Ang bond servant ay uh, yung taong um, uh, nagsabi na ako ay magiging alipin mo and coming in the likeness of man. The more common uh, translation of this in sabi, no rep- reputation is that he emptied himself. From the ancient Greek word emptied, kenosis, came the idea that Jesus' incarnation was essentially a self-emptying. Hindi niya tinignan ang sarili niya bilang Dios, Bilang Dios. Mahabang kwento ang pagiging empty ng Panginoon. Subalit, makikita natin dito na ang humility ng Panginoong Hesus ay dapat pamarisan at dapat maunawaan at dapat i-accept natin bilang mga Kristiyano. It takes the form of a bond servant. This describes how Jesus emptied Himself. Jesus did not empty himself of his deity or to any of his attributes, or his equality, equality with God, he emptied himself into the form of a bond servant, not merely the form of a man. Kinuha niya, kinuha niya ang servant, servant, servant. God who is a servant, and this in verse eight the extent of Jesus' self-emptying and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even to the death of the cross. He humbled himself. He died for you and me. He died in a manner that uh, is so i don't know the word but napakatindi ng dinanas niya sa krus upang makita natin at pamarisan natin na siya kahit na diyos siya ay nagpakahumble humble so indeed he humbled himself i want to read this one and i want to close with this reading na na nakita ko sabi niya he humbled in that he took the form of a man and not a more glorious creature like an angel he was humbled he was humble in that he was born into an obscure oppressed place He was humble in that he was born into poverty among a despised people. He was humble in that he was born as a child instead of appearing as a man. He was humble in submitting to the obedience appropriate to a child in a household. He was humble in learning and practicing a trade and a humble trade of a builder. He was humble in the long wait until he launched out into public ministry. He was humble in the companions and disciples he chose. He was humble in the audience he appealed to and the way he taught. He was humble in the temptation he allowed and endured. He was humble in the weakness, hunger, thirst, and tiredness he endured. He was humble in his total obedience to the Heavenly Father. He was humble in his submission to the Holy Spirit. He was humble in choosing and submitting to the death of the cross. He was humble in the agony of his death. And he was humble in the shame, mocking, and public humiliation of his death. He was humble in enduring spiritual agony, and his sacrifice on the cross. Can you imagine that? Imagine the humility and humbleness to the point of death, even the death of the cross. This is our God. This is our King. This is Jesus Christ. The ultimate example of exaltation after humility. He was humble and yet he was exalted. Amen. And in verse 9, therefore God also was highly exalted him and given him the name which is above everything. You see, we need to be in that category. makapakubaba tayo sa lahat ng bagay. Tignan natin ang kapwa natin. Bilang kapwa natin. I like the, the word in Tagalog. In English, others. Ang kapwa ay malalim. And uh, we know that this is God's will for us. God bless you.